Hi guys, uh, for those of you with us, thank you for being here. Uh, it is Sunday morning here at Circuit of the Americas. Uh, we are in the TechSport Racing Paddock and inside their uh, 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 rig uh, carrier office combination all-in-one, I figure. Um, we are with the co-drivers of the number 23 uh, white and red uh, Nissan Z GT4. Uh, we've got Brian Heifotter and Tyler Stone with his I know you guys are very, very uh, busy race day uh, again early this morning. Uh, thank you for taking a few moments to, to talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks again. Um, I was thinking um, a few questions about um, the car, but also the uh, race uh, that, that y'all had so far. Um, in y'all's opinion, you know, this is the Z's first uh, year back to American racing. Uh, and in just a little bit of time, uh, so we're happy to have them back. Um, for you guys, I mean, you guys obviously have this seat with this amazing car, at least for us and for the enthusiasts. Um, how did the opportunity present itself to, to be as part of uh, Tech Sport uh, and with Nissan uh, team uh, engineers? Well, we'll start. Yeah, I'll <laughs> jump in on that. Um, Obviously, you know, I've had a, a long history with racing Nissan, yes. which I'm, you know, very privileged to have because of the unique way that I got into racing uh, through DC Academy, uh, which, you know, took uh, people with no real life racing experience, you know, no money to speak of to get into racing and gave us the opportunity to pursue that dream. So um, I was racing with Nissan since 2011. Uh, that kind of stopped uh, about 2017 uh, in North America. And I kind of figured, like, when, like, the day that the, the Proto Z was revealed um, on the live stream, I was watching it and I was thinking, like, I wonder if Nissan's going to go racing with this car. You know, it's a new car, like, they want to build some excitement around it. So at the time, I was uh, racing with Chris Forsberg, uh, the drifter. And, uh, you know, he and I have been working together for a couple of years. And so through him, I was able to secure an opportunity uh, to test uh, the new. Um, at Las Vegas at SEMA, and the yeah, test went good. really well, and conversations got started and everything, and so here I am, racing the ZGT4, and I'm just we'll thrilled to be first behind the, the driver's seat. And we'll probably be trying to lead them in, as long as you can, but it's pretty awesome. So as early as November, you got some wheel time even to kind of experience yeah, it. That was there in the debut at Las Vegas, the GT4 debut, I think, happened at SEMA. Yeah, it'll be yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, the test was actually a couple days before the official unveiling and announcement of the show for yeah. uh, it's kind of a, a private test, obviously, and uh, several drivers and teams were, were sampling the car. Oh, wow. I'm glad you guys got, this, got it all. You know, this is the first team that's really great in the U.S. to, to have this car. It so I can compensate for a lot of very cool issues. I started out club racing back in, I guess, 2010, and uh, got a few opportunities to run uh, in other series with the Emerson Series, and uh, made a lot of connections through the years, and then I would kind of... Yeah, it was like a transition. Uh, it wasn't like standing in that, water in that and, uh, and, uh, uh, Through the connections, we had a um, uh, another friend of mine that's in the paddock oh, now. That, he told me about this opportunity to connect to Kevin on that way back when they first pro. started with Tulsa Nissan. Okay. And yeah, um, we'll I didn't guys. think it was going to be able to work Sunday, out. And, uh, was, I remember I was sitting at dinner on Wednesday night and they were testing it. No fix the car. And they tested that day. I got a call from Kevin 
got a call from her. Well, well, I got a shit. I got to be down there. Uh, I didn't answer the call. I was like, because we had been having a conversation about me coming and testing with him, and and so he called me and he said, I need you at Nola tomorrow. I got to figure out for TC. I said, uh, so, uh, we're all okay. good. And I, being from Birmingham, Alabama, right. I just jumped in his heart. Fine, great. And got there that we'll afternoon. We'll leave you in as long as we can. Thursday afternoon. We won't take too much risk, though. For the window. For and session. I'm afraid of the yellow. My goal is to get you at least halfway through the window. And then get the mayor. There's only really two laps. Then we're halfway through. Jump home after, after like that. Like two more laps to get yeah. And so, you know, first of all, I'd like to thank Tech Sport out there, Nissan USA, and Nismo for this opportunity. It's very what's what's cool and unique about this opportunity too is is not only are we racing the car, but we're also developing the car because we still have all the engineers from Nissan and Nismo here at every race with us, and along with the Tech Sport engineers and. So we're constantly trying to improve uh, the platform. It's, it's been a fun experience so far. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really neat to watch all these guys work because they're talking back and forth uh, across the seas because they're testing and racing two more of these cars in Navy. So. Oh, right. Uh, is that part of like Super GT, you mean, or in other? Uh, GT4. Oh, GT4. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I get caught up on that one. In Japan, yeah. okay. Getting into uh, the action that's happened this weekend, um, I know I took some notes here regarding qualifying, or sorry, even practice. I know practice uh, track times was around the 219s era area, and then getting into qualifying, you were, had a over three seconds saved. You're just under just just under 216. You're at 215.97. Um, any type of adjustments that y'all made between practice and qualifying at all uh, that helped? With that advantage that you that you found, or? well, I think a lot of that that time difference between practice and qualifying was going out on low fuel and qualifying on sticker tires, okay. and it was a, a cool morning, so track conditions were pretty good. It was cool, and the power was making good power. So you kind of put all that together, plus the improvements and adjustments we've been making to the car throughout practice sessions, leading up to qualifying. Mm-hmm. So I kind of all comes together, and qualifying is always when you set the passes laps. Race weekend, as long as it's not like a wet session or something like that. Well, typically, and I, I don't know what it is, but I, I, I don't qualify as well as I race for some reason. That's just been some, a hurdle I've, I've been trying to overcome through the years. Um, but for example, uh, in, in race one, it, it kind of paid off because there was just a, a lot of cars that in turn one. Especially uh, turn one. I don't know how many I counted. It was six or eight black going into turn one. <laughs> cars everywhere. And so um, I saw it starting to occur, was able to go wide. The 22, Colin uh, Harrison, and the 22 also saw it and went, we went, both went wide right. And I still almost, I mean, I have to go back and look at the but it was pretty close to the McLaren uh, when he got hit. And uh, anyway, that's just something that I have to get over. But then throughout the race, it seemed like the car, uh, once the tires level out and get, get in your groove, it seemed like I was, my pace was actually picking up. Yeah. And a lot of times the pace falls off depending on the tire condition and things like that, and track conditions. But um, I just felt really uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. At that point. Right? <laughs> so, 
That's good. I mean, you're right. That first, just that that pack that are just that's very wide at turn one. The amount of chaos that could happen. Yeah. I think someone called it chaos corner last week, yeah. uh, yesterday, something like that. You know, <laughs> so yeah. the track is say this wide mm-hmm. going into turn one, and when you come out, it's this wide. Yes, so, I mean it just it's, it narrows back down, and everybody's trying to go in. It's, uh, and there's not really you can't if you try to dive bomb and correct on all those curves, you feel different. But if somebody you know if you see wide parts going wide, especially going to the inside and trying to cut that corner, yeah. the turtle is so big. Can't do it, so you almost have to park it and turn because traffic's coming around. Wow! And I think that was one of the causes of uh, some of the contact. Well, you did mention race one. Um, the obviously the the action that was happening in race one. I understand that uh, there was a mechanical issue uh, yesterday. However, I do see the course back on the ground it seems to have been addressed. Um, I know race. One race two is actually happening very shortly here, so I, I know I need to keep get you guys on the back of, back on the in the paddock here. Uh, any uh, feelings about this race up ahead that you have uh, this morning? I know it's a little rainy. Yeah, that, that's the the interesting element right now. It's kind of drizzly, and then it stops, and then it drizzles some more, and then it stops. And so the ground here in the paddock is is damp. It's not puddled. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what track conditions are when we get out there. Whether we need wet tires or dry tires or or what's going on. So that's that's kind of what's on my mind starting the race. Yeah, just go from there. I mean, I love changeable conditions. They just, it, <laughs> yeah. The struggle is always choosing the tire for the conditions. Choosing don't know what's going to happen. So just because it's wet doesn't necessarily mean we need the rain tire. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you can have the dry line, but you need to make sure that um, the line can change for sure the rain, especially if it's wet and you're on slip. And then if you go with a rain tire and it's just drizzling like, like Rob was talking about, with the tire wear, oh. is, I mean, the, those tires are designed to run wet. Okay. Um, right, to, to go the full hour on a the wrong tire, perhaps. I mean, or they, uh, you, the first half versus the second half, however, right. the weather changes. You, you know, can get too much heat in those tires and, and uh, when it's not wet. Oh. So sometimes going down a straight, for example, I never really understood this in my younger days, but you can see guys racing the rain and they're going along and then all of a sudden they, they're in a dry line, but they, they're on rains and so they, they shift over and get in the wet and they go towards Oh, wow. Pull the tires down. That's... Ryan can probably, he's raced I, a lot yeah. more in the rain. Yeah, yeah, that's... You're exactly right. I yeah. hadn't seen that, yeah. So, so if, if people do go out on rain, Training comes in, obviously years of experience and being drivers. All right, well, I mean, I know it's about yeah. that time. Yes, exactly. Uh, good luck. Do a driver change practice, and then the car gets three. Oh. Fifteen minutes. So. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for your time uh, on this this morning. Absolutely. Uh, I wish you guys the best of luck. 
Thank you. Um, uh, of course, the guys, everybody watching on the podcast, we all wish you the best of luck. Uh, guys, if you like online, I've been Brian Heikotter, Tyler Stone, co-drivers of number 23, Nissan Z, GT4. Um, thanks again, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay.